0: Welcome to today's episode, podcast edition of the show. It's Monday, March 15th. There will be no uh, Ides of March, March jokes, but I, I have seen some good memes already. Welcome in. It's Eric. It's Alex. We're very glad that you're here with us today. Hello, dear. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Um, let's do a quick version of this. You got a new house yet? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> nope. It's kind of on pause right now, right?
1: It is. I, Thomas and I had a little mini fight about it this weekend, too. It's so
0: stupid. What, yeah, what, it's
1: on. It's on pause.
0: What's the mini fight?
1: Well, he so you know how I you saw I posted about that show I was watching on Friday, Marriage and Mortgage. Yeah, we're going to
0: talk about that. if we can. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, good. I'm excited to talk about that. I was just watching this show. Um, and sometimes like when I every now and then I don't always watch H T T V or things like actually i rarely watch it but the show was interesting and um it you know i have it's almost like i have baby fever like i have house fever like i would have baby fever like i had ring fever in this in the fall it's just part of my personality i i am who i am and um so i was talking to him and i said i'm you know i hope that we will have our chance soon like i'm slightly anxious about it and then that was it you know it it was it was small but then the next day i was talking to him about some a wedding thing and he like freaked out he's like i'm tired of talking about houses i'm tired of talking about weddings i'm done i'm done and then just like stormed off and i was like whoa <laughs> I he's like you're watching this show and i was like what's wrong with me watching a show but anywho
0: i get it i'm on team thomas here because i know you are as i've told you we are very much alike mm-hmm. in the sense that when we want something, we're all about it Yeah. until we want something else. And then we're all about it. So I, I feel for him with you w- wanting all these things furiously, because with him, there's probably never a break for it. So I get, I, I get his frustration.
1: So I did not I also get his frustration. I just like, I didn't yell back at him, but I sternly said, that's not fair. You know, because part of it we were talking about by his doing you know what I mean? So, um, I was like, Hey, you know, that's not fair. I'm not trying to overwhelm you. I'm only, you know what I mean? Like we've only had light conversations. Like we haven't had really fights about it, if that makes any sense, or like a lot of stress around it. It's just, we are talking about it a lot because it's just what's in front of us. It's our, our goal. And, um, so he agreed that wasn't fair and we moved on from it. And, and then he felt bad that he acted like that. So then he was on Zillow all night like, hey, have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? And I'm just like, yes, I've seen them.
0: <laughs> Something else will pop up soon, I think, and it'll grab your attention and you'll be you'll be hot to trot for that. You'll be horny and thirsty for that.
1: Well, so what's so funny is there's so little houses in the market that like the ones that are available, you have seen them already and either said, yes, I'm interested. No, I'm not interested. The other ones that are pending are coming soon are on the apps. So, like, we have an appointment on the 24th and we have to wait until the 24th. You know what I mean? And all the while, more and more people are seeing the same ad. More and more people are probably scheduling their viewings. So, it's just we have an appointment on the 20th and one on the 24th. And it's just it's ahead of us, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. It could be gone before then, right?
1: No, 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 they can't, they cannot um, accept offers until they hit the market. So the one that I really would like that I haven't even seen the inside, I just am assuming that it's just as nice based on the descriptions and the year of like the appliances and furnace and roof and all of that, it's, um, we don't see it until the 24th. We can make an offer that day, but they're already booked. Like our viewing isn't even until seven thirty at night and every from the morning until 7
0: 30 is booked. So... Good time to sell a house.
1: <laughs> yeah, everybody out there, sell a house and get some money.
0: Um, I think I, I looked at Zillow again over the weekend because um, when you send me something and then I always float back over to my place, the Zillow estimate right now is 134
1: And that's ahead of what you paid.
0: Uh, it's, I paid seventy eight and a half.
1: Oh yeah. Wow. You're like double. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and I don't even know if that takes into account like the upgrades that I've put. On the inside, <clears throat> no, so.
1: no, definitely not. You're probably, yeah, I would say that you're higher than that, but that's, I mean, that's really good. It's just, you get yourself into another debacle of, uh, like I would sell and then get an apartment for maybe a few years or something, rent for a few years and then buy again once the market is different. Cause you're, you're selling and then you're just going to be a buyer. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I was talking about, I'll come back to, to that part with something else. I'm going to start with, um, it's my mom's birthday today. And, oh, it um, is. Um, Paul is. Paul, my brother, is much closer than me um, to, or, to my mom. And he wrote something mm-hmm. really nice on Facebook. Oh, I'm nice. contemplating whether or not he, asking him to let me share it. Oh. Um, and, and I never see this side of my brother. There are, there are like deep, Secrets and lots of important things withheld from people in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, we just don't communicate well. So I was talking to Paul Thursday or Friday, and apparently he's not feeling great. Like his his back hurts. His back hurts, and it and his the, his quads have been aching, and his knees too. Oh geez. I, I, and so, and I was trying to help him or just listen to him. And then I, I said to my dad the next day, I said, dad, when I ask you what's going on with Paul, like, these are the kind of things I wish you would share with me. He's yeah. like, I, th- I thought Paul would have told you. I'm like, you know, Paul, 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 Paul would be the perfect prisoner because he doesn't say anything. Yeah. So, uh, but he wrote something really nice. And I never see this side of my brother. He said, tomorrow, March 15th would have been my mom's 75th birthday. July 6th will be six years since she's passed away. We were very close, and I think about her every day. I wish she were here to see and enjoy everything in my life. That's really nice, because he's done a lot, and I I wish she could see some of these things. This photo is of my mom and Grammy Bale, her mom, at her 60th birthday. I miss them both so much, and I know wherever they are, they're celebrating together and having a great time. And I was going to add, snarkily, and they're probably having a four-hour-long conversation on the phone, because that's what they were notorious for. (laughs)
1: That's really nice. I think you should share that. Like you mean like via social media or just now on the podcast?
0: Uh no, on he doesn't let people share his his posts oh, on Facebook. I so see. I'm contemplating asking him if I can do that.
1: Yeah, that would be really nice cuz I think that um your brother is the one that had the closer relationship. He might although you're good with words too. So no, you're definitely good with words, but sometimes it like when uh my dad passed i i just was i didn't have the words and i normally i'm very good with them so i would share what other people would say just because i couldn't find the words myself um not necessarily the same situation but it was it's just nice to do that um
0: yeah and his words are deeper and more emotional than mine but we had yeah uh, he and i had a different late relationship with my mom i mean he watched her erode and die i was saved from that by by living out here so yeah
1: yeah yeah i can i can see that. i mean i have a different relationship with my mom than i feel like my brothers do but i'm also the daughter so it would just be you know what i mean it, it would it would definitely be different but i can how old is paul 35 36 30
0: he'll be 34 this year
1: Oh, see yeah I under I can under I can relate to what he said where you just wish they were there to see all the things that you're doing now because it's just, you know what I mean there's so many things that you want to share yeah. so that's that's really nice I think that would be nice if he would let you share it and that's nice to see that side of Paul too
0: yeah I mean he would he's doing well with the house and he's really uh, progressed professionally at at work, I mean it's weird for me to see because he's just like my little kid brother but i didn't uh. I didn't watch him grow up as an adult I watched him grow up as a as a kid I mean he's going to be a dad, and my mom could have been a grandmom so it's just it's enjoyable to see that emotional side of him
1: that's interesting that and I wonder you know that my own brother and obviously like my oldest brother there's a much larger age difference between us and you and Paul but my oldest brother is, like, coaching me at this moment with house stuff, and I would rather be celebrated than, like, coached. And so it's it's interesting um, that he's, do- you know, you're saying he's doing so much, and I it's nice to see, and it's a, maybe, like, a surprise, because you're viewing him as, like, a full-blown adult, you know? Yeah. What, and I think it's the same thing with my, with my older brother and my uncle. I think you saw this. They might have commented on something, the joke I made about that show, and it was like... <laughs> take your time you know it was a very adult thing to say which i'm not against it at all but i'm like how about good for you guys for buying a house and you're getting married i can't believe it <laughs> you know what i mean
0: <laughs> no i get it sometimes we get trapped in they want to help so much that they forget that um that there's a congratulatory aspect of it and this is yeah. Why oh yeah it's yeah. It, it's the the problems that we encounter is usually a communication thing so,
1: sure, and everybody, you, everybody means well anyway, so
0: that's um, nice. There is a dirty diaper in my trash can in my garage. What? Yeah, Jody brought her daughter over, and oh, soon, <laughs> and as soon as she got there, she dropped a nasty little turd, and I was like, you can't throw that away in this house. Um, yeah, they, yeah, she changed her, and then uh, so. Her daughter's name is Delaney and Delaney and Diddy were both playing with his ball. So if I uh, if I had ovaries, I'm sure they'd be quaking, but she was a, she was a fun little kid and a big kid and a very strong little kid as well.
1: That's funny. That's cute.
0: We were out we were talking about so they live over in what I think we Harvard Terrace like they live on the yeah. o- opposite side of the zoo and Jody was telling me that uh, they're going to get hardwood floors. I'm like, you just moved into that place two and a half years ago, three years ago, and paid for carpet. She's like, yeah, but the dogs have destroyed it. And uh, we were just mm-hmm. talking house stuff, because Josh, her husband, would mm-hmm. like to move out into the middle of nowhere and maybe build a house. Yep. Um, but, I mean, they... if they're not going to do that because of the obvious situation but we were talking about the price of their house and they paid 100 for their theirs i think like or a little less than that and the house is like 100 years old but they could easily put that thing on the market for 125 and not get a cent less than that so everybody's this housing market has everybody thinking about certain things that they might not, have, not might not have thought about before
1: yeah, I mean, it, it you, perfect example this weekend when we, when I sent you a, a snapshot of a condo. And it, the fact that I was even considering it, you know what I mean? Is, is just an example of how outside the box I have had to um, think so that I could, you know what I mean? So I'm not potentially holding myself back or holding back an opportunity because the market's just not there for us.
0: And your type of loan, you can't get a condo, you said?
1: No, apparently not. Apparently, the loan that we have is only good for single family homes. Hmm. That's baloney, but you know whatever, that just means back to plan A, open we set I sent her an ad for a home that's in Point Place. and I have been hard pass on point Place. No offense to those folks up in Point Place. Um, there's some areas that I've been very hard pass on. And I said, and I was like, you know what? Let's just look at it. <laughs> Let's just consider it and see what comes up of it.
0: Yeah, I don't want you in point place.
1: <laughs> Why? Because it would be literally opposite side of town from you.
0: It's just too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Um, the girl that I was dating a couple of years ago, she lived there. And I always wondered, like, what would have happened if we were still together where I moved to? I'd be like, you oh, know, I'd I. I, I No, I'm just not going to do that. Not that I went over her place a lot, but it's, it's a hall.
1: I am not used. I'm still, I'm slightly not used to that though. Like I go to my brother's house in Bowling Green all the time, not for my brothers, but for my nephews and it's nothing to me. And then when I lived in Cleveland, it, I was just used to that. Like I'm, I've never gotten out of or gotten, um, felt the convenience of Toledo and that everything is like 15 minutes away where I lived on the east side of Cleveland and would c- routinely drive past downtown to the west side for literally just food or the mall. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm just not used to it. So the distance doesn't act, doesn't necessarily bother me. Um, it's just I've driven through Point Place a couple times and I know that there's some parts that are Okay. And some parts that are just not my cup of tea. I'm trying to say it nicely because I feel like it could be considered offensive and that's not my intention. But right. um, at all. But it's just, you know, I'm like, nah, I'll prefer other sides of town.
0: Um, let me give you a story here. And okay. if you want to talk about Grammys and other nonsense, we can get to that. But <laughs> I, I didn't. And th- they're, they're off my grid. Um, I barely watched. Okay. Um, so Saturday night, um, Amanda's over. And Aww. we, I, I got, what did I, uh, I was insulted. Somebody, somebody texted and said, you can't possibly, no, it was, it was Bethany. I, I should have known better. She said, I don't see you registered for Stepping Out. I said, I'm busy. She's like, what could you possibly be doing? And I took a picture of man and sent it to Bethany. Um, but she was over. And uh, I'll, I'll watch Stepping Out. I will get to it. Uh, we ordered food through, uh, through Uber Eats. and. Sure. Um, I was just keeping the app open to see when it was going to get there. Like they give constant updates and I saw that Victoria would be dropping off my food and Victoria was a cute 20 something girl.
1: Before you talk about Victoria, it's breaking up the app. Do you hear that? There's like,
0: no, it sounds fine on my end.
1: Mm, I'm going to jump out and then jump back on. Can you edit that out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay, welcome back. How's that? Yeah, I I didn't hear anything wrong. You sound great. I still hear it. It's weird. It's like ticking, um, but Sunny accidentally knocked the internet out today, and then I had to plug it back in and play around with it, so that might be what it is. The
0: dog knocked the internet out?
1: Her fucking... Her little, like, cube... Her little cube, her safe cube, where she goes during the day to nap or when she's scared of something. It's right where our internet is plugged in in the corner of the apartment, and she will, like plop herself down and just knock that shit right on the cord and like knock it right out
0: of the wall. That's uh, that's such a modern, the dog ate my homework. The dog knocked my internet out.
1: She did in the middle. I was doing work too. Like I was in the middle of submitting something and then all of a sudden didn't submit. I was watching the view that shut off. Like everything went off and I was like, son of a bitch. And I heard her, I heard a little Bojangles like collar and like
0: that asshole did this. Come on, Sonny, get your corgi ass together.
1: Anyway, Victoria, your your driver, your delivery driver.
0: Yeah, so I get a phone call because people have a hard time finding my place. I don't have a girl I don't the light by my garage doesn't work and mm-hmm. they just they just can't find it. Not a big deal. I'd say half the time I get a phone call when I order food and they're like, Which one are you? Right. So um, I run out and, and the phone call was from a guy. Definitely Ooh. definitely not Victoria. Mm-hmm. And I said to the guys he's handing me my food i'm like you're you're not victoria i'm like do you do that to get bigger tips because it was a cute girl because they ask you if you want to once you see the driver uh through the app if you want to increase the amount of tip you know you pay pay the hot looking people or something Mm -hmm. and he said no i'm just riding with my girlfriend so i see two issues here um one i get it if you're a victoria delivering food late in the evenings on the weekends you don't know what the hell you're walking into it can be very unsafe i mean i know that women are scared enough they're all they always have to be aware of their surroundings keep their keys ready in the parking lot all that stuff and if you're a a, a small girl doing deliveries it could be fairly dangerous right the flip side amanda's like i don't know how i don't know how great i would have felt if i was by myself and not victoria but a dude showed up to the door So I see this being problematic in both directions. What are your thoughts?
1: So I have experienced this a few times. I also like for some reason DoorDash has my address wrong and people can never find my address or and or deliver it to the wrong one and I have to walk like a couple buildings down to get it. Um, Like they literally leave it at a different door. Um, So I have had a couple times where I walked out to the car Um, to get my delivery once there was a really cute guy and I was like, Ooh, you're handsome. (laughs) And then the other times there's been a girlfriend and a boyfriend, and this is for food delivery, um, where the boyfriend is in the car. And there was another time where this lady had her kid bring it to my door, a kid like I want to say like an eight year old, very weird, but all right. But I also know some folks who are actual Uber drivers and it's feet women, who drive Uber with their boyfriends for safety. And I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't want to hold anyone back, but I'm just like if if you're concerned about safety that much, like should you be driving Uber, you know, cuz I have ha- we have had the occasion where we Uber tried to Uber downtown so we could drink and then we get the Uber and and the dude had his girlfriend in the car and I'm like, but we needed all of these seats. Like there's five of us. Right. So you know what I mean? Or four of us? So now your girlfriend's in the car, so you can go. Like, <laughs> if that makes any sense, it's just it's just weird. I, I don't like to each his own, I guess. I'm curious what the rules are for these um, driving businesses, though, if right. that's even allowed.
0: And, and again, I, I mean, it's problematic potentially in both directions. Yeah. Um, for the deliverer and the delivery, um, but this is this is, you're you're right. I'm curious if there are. Reasons, um, or, or if there are rules, but probably not since this is happening, I guess, kind of frequently. Um, but yeah, that was Saturday night with, with Uber, and that was not Victoria that showed up at the door. But
1: also, I get little nuggets of information on this person because you, when you started to tell me about her, I didn't know her name, I didn't know anything about her, and now I know her name is Amanda.
0: Yeah, I didn't have time, I didn't think about. Uh, changing her name to, to something else. So just Amanda. Amanda could be a fake name.
1: Amanda could be a fake name. However, we talk every damn day and I don't know anything about this person other than the, in, the um, um, interactions you had in the very beginning and that's it. Which, and then what her profession is.
0: You can ask. I may or may not tell or avoid or whatever.
1: I'll ask off the podcast. I want details.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, she was over. So I, she never sun this weekend and I had kind of had some day things planned, but then I forgot she has appointments on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I was kind of up in the air trying to find things to do. Um, But she came over after I got back from an errand on Saturday afternoon. And I said, I'm going to have some whiskey and play video games. She's like, okay. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here boring you. She's like, If not here and the two dogs were on top of her, she said, I would have been at home in bed doing this. So don't feel like this is (laughs) really pathetic. I'm like, perfect.
1: (laughs) That is good. That's good.
0: So the Saturday afternoon thing, um, I sensed that a couple of people were not pleased that I got my first dose of the COVID vax. Because if you're looking through the letters and numbers, I'm like V24 in the alphabet. Yeah, Um, because of my age and, knock on wood, my health priority. But I was on standby. So I didn't take a vaccine from somebody else because, in fact, I'll I'll put it here now. Please. And we've talked about this for several weeks now. I made the comparison. It's like being on like with, with an airline on standby, if somebody doesn't show up for their flight, you yeah. can get their seat. If not, you're going to have to wait a couple of flights. Yep. So I had been on standby and I got the message at like three, three o'clock or a little bit before three on Saturday afternoon. And I said, I was like up in the air about it. Cause I was waiting for air quotes, Amanda. And, um, uh, but I, I hopped over there. I got it. It was uh, eerie being in the rec center completely by myself uh, with nobody in there because it's so massive and only the healthcare workers were in there. Wow. I got I got the shot, and more people than I expected are interested in what shot you got, as if yep. like you ordered like what did you get on the Taco Bell menu? Did you were you worried about not getting the Mexican pizza? And uh, to be quite honest, my arm has been quite sore for a couple of days. Like I got a really solid punch in the shoulder. Uh-huh. And uh, that was it. Other than, I-, I said, no Band-Aids. You're not putting a Band-Aid on me. She's like, are you allergic to them? I'm like, in some ways I am. Yes. But, um... <laughs> I got my first dose, and I hope people don't hate me for getting the first dose. I didn't jump any lines. I just got myself on standby, and you can do that for the clinics at the rec center and basically every pharmacy that is offering it, like Rite Aid and CVS and Kroger, because people are constantly not showing up for one reason or another. So if you get yourself on a standby list, you can, if you want to say it this way, jump the line.
1: That's exactly right, because if people have to think about like those vaccines could potentially be wasted if they're not like if they don't have somebody take them. So, um, if you were, while you may not have been on the list to sign up for it, like you could absolutely. and, And we get these messages all the time. Like that's the reason that the news sends out alerts or they send out information and say, you know, the Lucas County Health Department has an extra 200 appointments available for someone who wants a vaccine because those are people who either didn't show up or those are appointments that didn't get booked or an extra day or they have to use it before they lose those vaccines because I think they have a shelf life or something like that. Um, so good for you. I was really excited to see that you um, that you got the vaccine. And I yes, apparently I don't know if like I'm falling into this um this like stigma but i also like i feel like we got the delta airlines of vaccines compared to like the american airlines and then the spirit airlines so um i saw which one you got and you and i got the same one which means it might also take you out on the second
0: dose yeah i'm prepared for that (laughs) Um, a friend of mine said like 10 to 12 percent 10 to 12 percent of people get hit with the like fake flu for yeah. half a day afterwards. So I'm prepared for it. And my next one is Saturday, April 10th. Good thing I sleep one day on the weekend anyway. So I'll just hopefully sleep through it. But I got my first mm. one. And, Medicaid,
1: uh, medicate yourself. Otherwise, you will not sleep through it.
0: Can't, uh, can't wait to, to get out again and see everybody. You'll see me hitting <laughs> the streets like... I'm bull. completely impervious and impenetrable to COVID. I will be everywhere. I'll be in crowds of hundreds and thousands <laughs> of concerts, you know, licking licking things off the bar at Cock and Bull. It's going to be amazing. I will be a social butterfly. Actually, that no. That's baloney. It's total baloney. Bull- it is total bullshit, yeah.
1: I am, however, hopefully looking forward to, like, you'll 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 at least be working events this summer like I feel like you yeah. will have to do that and that I might even try to tag along on those and be like can I come please because <laughs> I am also vaccinated um yeah good for you I, I don't like I didn't um feel any kind of way about that when I saw that but I could understand how people will automatically assume or maybe jump the gun and say that you you jumped the line or cheated the system. Cause there are people that are actually doing that, but
0: um. it's, it's kind of, it's like what we talked about with the outset of somebody that, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, yeah, they jumped the line, but how can you, how can you like, we just, we have spent literally a better part of the last year mm-hmm. telling people that they're wrong about what the CDC and Dr. Fauci and all these other things are saying, like you're completely wrong. Like you, I know that you read something on Facebook, but real scientists are saying this. So we're Mm -hmm. combating like the non-believers. So I'm not ready to go after people who jump lines to desperately get a vaccine that can help things get back to normal, especially if they do it like me where it's like you're just on a waiting list and you took advantage of, you know, the information, as you said, that has been shared in a lot of places to get yourself vaccinated. And then we got one more person knocked out so we can get to whatever it is, herd immunity or a vaccinated culture.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. I'm, I'm slowly working on Thomas. He's still slightly uncomfortable about it. So I'm just like, listen, just, you won't die. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, just please. So, um, hopefully, hopefully we can, our household will be vaccinated soon, but you know.
0: And that's the thing with these, you, you will, not die. Well, you will not die or be hospitalized from COVID. You might have an allergic reaction and die, but I'm sure that that's like less than 1% of people who takes these, and that's just how vaccines and other things work. Um, but everybody else, you will not die or need to be hospitalized from COVID. And if you didn't know, that's exactly what the flu shot does. It reduces the pain and agony you go through if you are afflicted with that. Yep. Um, I didn't watch the Grammys last night. Uh, I know that Beyonce and Taylor Swift won really big and and mm. lots lots of other ladies. And uh, this is not just a crutch for me to get out of being interested in it. But I will remind you the weekend was not nominated at all. <laughs> and i I know for years now we have been raising an eyebrow to the experts who decide the winners and nominations with this and that they need more diversity and all this other nonsense. And can you say, that it's a fair or authentic win for somebody like Beyonce or Taylor when someone like the weekend who I truly believe had the best album of the year and literally a, a historic once in a decade kind of song and blinding lights. If they're not, if you're not competing against them is your win authentic. And I, and, and with that, the only comparison I can say is a, 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 broken clock is right twice a day.
1: Yeah. I did. I watched that I agree. It's, kind of baloney i don't i mean maybe i was more interested in the fashion which was very prom 2007 anyway so um that was even terrible love dua lipa dua lipa won beyonce and taylor swift as far as i know i only watched the first half they didn't win big last night they won big overall and that their accumulation of grammys are getting huge like beyonce only won one award i think and it was an r&b Award or something. It was something specific to her category, not outside of the category. And um, of course, Billie Eilish again, and all of your typical stuff like The Weekend didn't get nominated. Um, Meg the Stallion dominated, though. So that's Beyonce did win with Meg the Stallion also. And she dominated, which was kind of shocking to me. But I guess not shocking, comp- considering how many times I hear her song play on like TikTok and right. the radio and like literally everywhere. Um, but good for her. I mean, good. I was like, that's... Besides the fact that I don't enjoy her that much, like, I can't really... I've reached the age where the music is so, like, downright nasty that I just can't get down with it, although I love me some, like, Doing It Well by LL Cool J or something. <laughs> like, I just can't get with it, Um, and I heard her performance with Cardi B was also scandalous, so I'm like, oof, I'll pass.
0: Yeah, I'm just not interested in it anymore. I used to watch it for... Yeah. The merit of it. But then as I got older, I'm like, this is not meritorious at all. And I'm guessing most people, like, no, your, your average viewer or fan doesn't tune in to see who won, per se. Like, I would guess whether or not someone that you like just a little bit or, or root for, whether they won, might be, like, fourth or fifth on the list of important reasons why you'd watch the Grammy. And you mentioned a couple of them performance performances and what people are wearing and then maybe what people say those those three are at least ahead of did they win
1: yeah um harry styles i won his first award i think it was his first performance and first nomination and then first win he reminded me of like steven tyler like very much he had on like a scarf and a and like a look like a women's top and pants it was very steven tyler-esque but um the even the fashion was i mean lizzo i don't under she wore balmain and i'm like what the hell do you have on like this is awful lizzo and not complimentary of your body and just terrible although you, i guess you don't have to be if you don't want to be but it was very prom 07 to me like it was <laughs> it was it was pretty bad it was it was all pretty bad minus like one or two so um, not sure, I didn't love it. Love Trevor Noah though. Trevor Noah is one of my favorites. I think we've talked about this., mm-hmm. um, he was fantastic, even his inappropriate jokes. I want to say he made some joke about um Harry Styles will steal your girl and her dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah, this is so inappropriate, and he made a joke about Boris Johnson and. You know a couple other a couple other funny funny things. Um, so I thought he was pretty good, but yeah, I would have I would have preferred for the weekend. However, Bruno Mars w- is a short is like a close second to me because I really love Bruno Mars and want to see him in concert. His tribute to Little Richard was very good.
0: Do you do you like uh, the new Bruno song?
1: Yes, I do. I do like that song, and I'm excited for that like group. So he he'll do his solo stuff, and then like Pharrell. Like Pharrell did with um, the Neptunes, mm-hmm. like it, I like it.
0: Good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed uh, that of what you which you watched. I'm curious to see the ratings. Um, TV has been weird for a year now because of the pandemic, which is now mm-hmm. a year old, and lots of ratings, even for the good things like pro sports and the Super Bowl, have been down. But I, I'm I'm starting. I want to see. I need two thousand words. I need a deep dive on how much people give anything at all about these award shows. And I I reached a breaking point when there was always an award show. Like, iHeart made a bunch of award shows, and this Mm. had an award show. Mm -hmm. And to to me, this is just human nature, it was about the merit. And then when I got older and I saw the politics involved with these things and other things in addition to the politics, it lost a lot of its merit. Um, So, like, who gets to determine... Like what makes you the right person to determine whether this should or should not win? Um, that's true. So, and, and that's applicable to a lot of things. the The Oscar nominations come out, and I'm not it interested is. because the one that was nominated a, a shit ton, I couldn't watch it on Netflix, and some of the other ones <laughs> I have to catch up on. Man, um, did you? Yeah, that one. Did you? Did you see any Oscar thoughts at all? Um.
1: So I, I like brief. I looked at them very quickly and it was very, it was just similar to the golden globe. So I didn't really pay any attention cause I didn't think that there was anything different. Um, lots of Judas and the black Messiah. So I, you know, good luck to those, those guys. Cause that was a really good, um, really good movie. And the trial of the Chicago seven was a really good movie too. So, um, I know I don't have any thoughts on that. And I, I was not as invested this year as I was last year because last year there were just, there was pieces of work that were just unforgettable to me. Like, um, when they see us and like Ava DuVernay, like I was so upset she didn't win, you know, for that. But the young man did win, so um, there were just roles that I was really invested in that I wanted to see them win, especially for the younger ones or the first-time winners. Zendaya, you know, loved to see that. So I, I'm just not invested this year.
0: Yeah, same. And I don't know if it's my just blanket approach to award shows or the fact that I didn't watch a lot of these. Like I've let, uh, some of the ones that I've. Uh, I've seen some good movies in the last year and a half, but I didn't see enough this year, and I don't know why for one reason or another. The uh, the Spike Lee one on Netflix was The the Five Bloods. uh, Oh, that was good. Judas and the Black Messiah. I saw that one night in Miami, which was was buzzing in my head, uh, got nominated. And Mm -hmm. I'm back to feeling like it was like in the mid-2000s where I was like, the Grammys, I'm sorry, the Oscars are way over my head. They don't acknowledge superhero movies, so F them, I'm not watching or following.
1: I, I feel like this is a... I watched Nomadland...
0: Didn't watch that. Um,
1: And I, I just don't understand how films that slow and not interesting really at all get the highest honor. Like, what about that role? What about that movie? Is like, I understand that they're telling like a true story, but what about it is so interesting? that it deserve, or, or maybe how it was made. I don't, maybe things that are over my head because I don't study film, I'm not sure. I loved The Shape of Water a couple of years ago when The Shape of Water won for Best Motion Picture, I believe, but even that one was pretty slow. Like, it, you know, it, it was just cute to me. Like, I, it was a cute
0: every story. Time, every time it got slow, there was a lady making out with a fish guy, so... I, it it, it was, was a
1: little hot, Like it, like, right. in the water and... <laughs>
0: But just the, anyway. just the weirdness of it drew you back in. Yeah. I'm I'm the same way. I can respect the slow film and maybe I would like Nomadland. I like Francis McDormand, but when I, do I, too. When I found out what it was about, I thought it was about Trump people, but then I was told it's no. about older people not being like kind of being left behind by society. I'm like, I talk to my dad every day. I know what he can and can't do because of society including today him asking me how he uploads things on his iPad. So I live a lot of Nomadland <laughs> stuff. But I go back to my point like who, I get it. These are these are like film experts, and maybe they've gone yeah. to film school, and, and so you're supposed to have a higher acumen of determining what's good and great, and but yet it is still so subjective.
1: But you know what? Didn't get a lot of nomination or recognition was "Hillbilly Elegy," and I loved that movie, it was so good. So maybe that's one of the only ones I was invested in this year. land was, it was good and it was sad. Like there was some sad pieces to it. It didn't have anything to do with Trump supporters, really. I don't even right. think that was mentioned. But um, but I like Frances McDermott in Three Billboards way more yeah. than this, you yeah. know, so.
0: I, I like her a lot and maybe one of these days I'll give Nomad Land the chance. Uh, yeah. wait, you, uh, the Hillbilly Elegy, was that the Netflix one with Tom Holland?
1: No, that no, that, similar, but no. This was the Netflix one that was a true story. Um With it didn't star anybody other than Glenn. Oh, Glenn Coase, and um, her name isn't Rachel McAdams. What's her name?
0: The, this was the drug one, right in Eastern yes. Ohio.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And I think I started yes.
0: it and didn't finish. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good movie. And but you're, there's a lot of movies that are very similar. I
1: I don't think so. I don't know. I just and maybe because and we talked about this. Like I have it was a little personal to me, if that makes any sense. Like there was a role that I identified with 100% in this movie very closely. So maybe that is why I love it so much. Um, I do tend to lean towards movies that I feel personal relation to, I guess. But I just thought Glenn Close got nominated. So she got nominated for an Oscar and a Golden Globe, probably a SAG. I didn't pay attention, Um, but it it was that it was a well done movie enough to get a nomination, but I thought that there would be more.
0: Yeah, but again, so. it's like every all of these things are so subjective, and then there's you know politicking and campaigning involved. Right. So I I like what I like, and 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 to me, I have like there's an award, there's an award ceremony in my own head.
1: Yeah, and then the, you know Chadwood Bozeman, Viola Davis, and Ma Rainey. It was all right. I watched the movie. I didn't love it. But Chadwick Boseman's role was, he did a really good job
0: in that role. Uh, Amanda and I watched Black Panther over the weekend. And I, so that movie is now a little bit over three years old. And I'm still, I watched that movie and I'm like, that dude was about to die. Like that dude was getting colon cancer treatment and he was able to pull this off. That like absolutely spectacular.
1: It's just hard to still, it's hard to watch that and not feel just, immensely sad about such a loss. You know what I mean? It's still so hard to watch. Um, I was, um, you know, Megan had shared something the other day on Instagram, I think it was, and it was like a recording of um, a theater's reaction to Endgame when everybody came back in Endgame. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I cried. Like, I remember crying. And even when I still watch it, I still cry. it's so good so good so it's just something that brings you so many emotions and like ch- such a huge character in chadwick boseman anyway i still get really sad talking about that
0: happy justice league week week where you can watch uh uh thomas's better better the, the better looking version of thomas and jason momoa <laughs> i'm so excited oh uh, are you do you still have your hbo match or did you get rid of it
1: Oh no, I'm I'm forever keeping that. I'm watching a documentary now on Woody Woody,
0: Harold, uh,
1: Woody Nelson, the creepy guy. Yeah, Woody Allen. Woody That's Allen. Right.
0: Yeah, it was on the tip of my tongue. Well, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to reorder HBO Max, and I'm so glad that it, they decided not to make that episodic and do it in six parts, and they just released the the marathon. Um, and I think I saw it somewhere, somehow on some service, there's an intermission involved, but yeah, I want to get that movie out of of my system. So I never have to see news about it ever again.
1: Well, and Godzilla is at the end of the month on the 31st. And I'm really excited for the Godzilla King Kong, um, film i i love godzilla's little paws yeah. he's so cute he's will, his will he's will paws.
0: you can't pick that up you got two yeah. s- small arms
1: and then in like two weeks from that is mortal Kombat, right
0: yeah i think the f- second or third Six- week of, of april
1: yeah
0: um you got anything else i think we're uh, almost about done for today I'll, I'll round up janet tomorrow what does today and the rest of your week look like for you
1: can I please just rant about marriage and mortgage? Can oh, I, I,
0: t- I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. Yeah, oh
1: yeah, yeah. my god. Okay, then you d- tell me what you were going to talk about, and then I'll and then I'll add my two cents.
0: Nothing. I just think if. I don't know anything about the show, but I think this is an easy decision for you. you got to take the mortgage because that's a roof over your head. And unless the insurance, the health benefits are really good marriage, it makes no practical sense to go with marriage <laughs> over mortgage.
1: It is just, I mean, I shared that post. I shared a post that said marriage and mortgage is on Netflix and my it's like secured my weekend and they have read my life. Um, but I shared that like at the very beginning of watching this show it is it is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen like these there is no one that has a budget for a home under two hundred and fifty thousand dollars there is no one that has a budget for a wedding under twenty thousand dollars and I personally don't understand why you can't do both like why do you have to have a twenty thousand dollar wedding You know what i mean i can understand in nashville like why your house has to be a little bit more expensive um so i get that but i don't understand like why you have to have a thirty thousand dollar wedding or a twenty thousand dollar wedding these couples also had no idea that saying that because there were a, a few at least half that said yes to a wedding instead of a house and then realized they were getting married during COVID and couldn't have half the shit that they planned anyway, which is really sad.
0: Did, <laughs> did the whole show, does the concept of the show make you vomit because you're, you're dealing with like pretty affluent people who have to make these decisions? Oh my decisions?
1: God. They're not even affluent. Like the one couple that made me the, the sickest. The, they were 23 and 24 years old, and they're like, people always up north always think it's weird that we're 23 and getting married, but that's what we do in the South. Huh, huh. We have a, a budget of a half a million, four hundred. Their budget was four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a house. She is a personal trainer, and he's a fucking youth basketball coach and that is their
0: budget because Alex, de- sh- that is, that is affluent I don't care where you <laughs> live.
1: no they are not affluent, but their budget is like Got they it. are regular ass people, so I'm just like, why and then she came out and said that her father was giving them money to buy the house or have the wedding um and they chose the wedding actually they didn't they did not choose the house but um yeah, like these budgets are outrageous. And, and it was like, what, this is so unrealistic one in that. Yes, you should always buy the house. And then two, there's no reason why you can't have both, but I guess it, it makes the show like that's the purpose of the show. So I understand, but it was just. Yeah, like I was like pulling my hair out watching some of it. And then there were just some couples that were so annoying. Like one girl wanted either a Bentley or a or a Rolls Royce or a horse and carriage to the wedding. And uh, it was just it was too much. I certainly watched it all the way through because it was enjoyable. Um, but it was it was too much. And I was like, this is a this is a huge miss for Netflix because they're also playing it when the housing market is is as outrageous as it is. So I feel like there's a high percentage of people that are annoyed by this and we're in the middle of a pandemic and people have lost their jobs and they're just flaunting these, like these couples with half a million dollar budgets or a little bit under, um, you know, either picking that or a wedding. Like it's just, I felt like it was a really big miss and just kind of tone deaf.
0: It's, it's like hate watching Yeah. Um, Some of the shows that we've done, because I mean, for the most part, when we watch something, a movie, a TV show, it's for the escapism aspect of it. And I get the escapism here is people like watching rich people have to make really hard decisions. But as you you said, it's like um, how I think about like, um, well, if I just don't buy it or if if I don't buy it, I won't eat it or drink it. And then I realized I can just go buy it another time when I really, really want. it. It's like these people, they'll make one decision, but the other, the other thing that they pass on, they can actually still very much get.
1: Yeah. I mean, I need, I need, what I need more of from Netflix is like Queer Eye. The Queer Eye, I mean, they pick people in other parts of the country that have struggled a whole lot or have felt insecure. They're average ass people. Like they go into the homes of these average people and, like, make their lives better. Like, I could have hard pass on the, on the well-to-do couples from Nashville that, you know what I mean, are going to have a wedding anyway. They bought the house, but they're probably going to have a wedding the next year anyway because it's just what they can do. Um, I, I don't, It was huge. He, w- way too tone deaf for Netflix. I watched it. I hate watched it. Um, Might have been why Thomas was so pissed off about it. <laughs> he was mad. He was mad um but yeah it was just it was stupid
0: are you gonna keep watching it
1: oh i watched i finished it (laughs) (laughs) i'm done i'm done with it so there's yeah no and i refuse to watch some of the other they have some other home shows i just straight up refuse i'm like it's this isn't even right
0: uh, should we put the hot tub in the backyard area or should we just add a room, a three season room on the house? Oh God. I don't, I don't know. It's such a hard decision. Honey, can, honey, can you, can you run out to the, to the land Rover and, and get the ruler to measure how much space we have? Oh, shut up.
1: It's outrageous. It's like one, the one couple, like they were choosing between a buffet with a ranch fountain Or, like, a house with a nursery in it because she wants kids. So she's like, and she picked the buffet with the ranch fountain. (laughs) Like, a ranch fountain girl, like, really, apparently, it was like chicken wings and ranch or something. I'm like, classy, classy, keep it classy, Nashville.
0: Um, We'll have a good appointment today, and um, you can text me and ask girl questions if you want.
1: I want to know. No, I want you to text me and share girl details. Now I know her name is Amanda. You think? don't know her age. Can you send me a picture? What does she look like? I'm sure she's cute. Are you? I have in my mind. I have in my mind what she looks like.
0: What if? Uh, what if I just decided to go with a super ugly person that I'm not really attracted to?
1: Well, attraction doesn't have everything to do with looks, but I imagine that she's edgy. She's on the edgier side. Probably short. Um, what do you mean by edgy? I don't know. Like, I find myself to be a little edgy, like tattoos, and she probably colors her hair. Is she black? No. Oh, I could see. I could see that for you. Why? You love my people.
0: I do. I do. <laughs> Did you ever meet uh, Bridget from uh, Buckeye?
1: No. I'll
0: show you her picture. She's beautiful. I always, I always talk at her when I can.
1: No, no, I've never met her, I don't think.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll get you up to speed on this, and um, we'll uh, we'll figure out tomorrow and the rest of the week soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.